Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Hello there. Welcome to Atmosphere of Grace with Pastor Nii of the Dynasty House, Lagos. Stay tuned and be blessed. All right. So tonight, uh, I said we're going to talk about hope. Um, we trust that the other people will join us. It's not a long thing. So I don't many people would have been able to. I don't many people would have been able to participate. Praise God. So we start here. Okay, tonight uh, we speak about hope. I know according to scriptures in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, the Bible says, talks about the three things that abide. Well, you know, we we talk more of, of one of them most times. In 1 Corinthians 13, in verse 13, the Bible says, and now abide, and now abide. Faith, hope, love. These three, the Bible says, but the greatest of these is love. So the Bible spoke there about love. But it spoke about, there were three elements. You know, and we just want to consider one of them. I know a lot of us know about faith. And now abide faith, hope, love, or charity. These three. But the greatest of these is charity. But that means, if that's the greatest, that means hope also is an essential factor. Hope also is an essential factor. If you read in, if you read in Jeremiah, in Jeremiah chapter 29 and in verse 11, Jeremiah 29, 11, the Bible says, for I know the thoughts, all the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Say plans to prosper you. Another rendering says plans of good, not of evil. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. King James says, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil. God wants thoughts of peace for us. He doesn't want us troubled. He doesn't want us perturbed. He wants us in absolute peace. Remember uh, Shalom in Isaiah 26 verse 3. The Bible says, him, thou, you would keep in perfect peace. The word peace is akin to also to the word shalom. Shalom means peace, peace. It means peace that comes with prosperity. Prosperity. Peace. He said, my thoughts toward you are thoughts of peace and not of evil. Remember peace. They are thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give to you a future and a hope. God wants to give us hope. God wants to give us a future. God wants to give us a great life. God wants to make us, make us live a, an opulent life. 
in, remember, in Todd John verse 2. In Todd John verse 2, the Bible says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper. He said, I wish above all things. It's my desire. It's my desire above all things that thou mayest prosper, that you prosper. Remember what it says in Jeremiah 29, 11 or so? It said, plans to prosper you. Plans to make you do well. And also he says, there's an allusion to that, which I, I quoted in Todd John verse 2. He said, beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper. It's God's desire for us to prosper and be in health, even as our souls prosper. God wants to prosper. Spirit, soul, and body. God wants us to be in health. Do you understand? Because a part of some of those things God wants us to be. And also, if you read in, in, in Romans chapter 5, in Romans chapter 5, Romans is after Acts of Apostle. In Romans and in chapter 5, from verse 1, Romans and in chapter 5 and in verse 1, the Bible said, Therefore, being justified by faith, we are peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. See verse 2. By whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Can you see now? And not only so, but we glory in tribulations, also knowing that tribulation worketh patience. Can you see now? See verse 4. And patience experience and experience hope. Experience what? Works what? Hope. See verse 5. He said, and hope does not make a shame. Hope maketh not ashamed. Because why? The love of God is poured out or shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Did you see that? Hope does not make a shame. We need to keep our hopes alive. We need to keep our hopes alive. The Bible said that the hope does not make a shame. Why? Because the love of God and hope doesn't disappoint. Another rendering says hope does not disappoint. Hope does not disappoint. Why? Because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. The love of God, the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Two more scriptures. Romans chapter 8 and in verse 24. Or Romans chapter 8 from verse 1 to 3, then I'll read 24. Romans in 8 chapter. Uh, but remember, I, I didn't define hope. The definition of hope. Hope means to cherish a desire with anticipation. Hope, to cherish a desire with anticipation. Another, another definition is to want something to happen to us to be true. Hope means to want something to happen to us to be true. Hope means to desire with experience, fulfillment, or obtainment. Did you see now? 
He said, experience worketh hope. Experience worketh hope. Experience worketh hope. So the Bible says in Romans chapter 8 and in from verse 1 to 3, then I'll read also 24 to 25. Romans 8 chapter from verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. There is no condemnation to them, to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit of life, this is the law of free man. The law of the spirit of life is called the law of free man. Hallelujah. The Bible says, for the law of the spirit of life, the law of the spirit of life, the spirit of life has a law. Remember what the Bible says in that Roman 8 1. It said, There is therefore now no condemnation. Who are those that are being condemned? Remember, the Bible says, He that believeth not that Jesus is the Christ is already condemned. Remember that. John 3 17. He that believeth not in him is condemned already. He's condemned already. Those are those that are condemned. Those are those that are condemned. The Bible says, he that hath not the life of the Son of God is already condemned. Glory to God, we have the life. We have the life of the Son of God. We have the life of the Son of God. We have the life of the Son of God. Hallelujah. That's enough hope. That's enough hope. That's enough hope. That's enough assurance to tell us we cannot sink. We cannot go down. Can you see now? That Romans chapter 8 and in verse 3. So for what the law could not do, for what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God now sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemns sin in the flesh. That the righteousness, that the righteousness, that the righteousness that the righteousness, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh. We walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. We walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. We walk not after the flesh. See verse 24, Romans 8, 24. The Bible says, for we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why doth he yet hope for? See verse 25. But if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it? Hallelujah. That's what the Bible is saying. The Bible is saying to wait patiently for it. To wait patiently for it. Hope, faith, hope, love. The Bible says these three. Say, but the greatest of this is love. But hope can be built. You know, have you ever seen an hopeless man? He begins to talk very negative. 
he believes he's come to the end of the journey of his life. You know, he doesn't see anything positive again. He has totally drawn the curtain on himself. Do you understand? That he's almost a dead person. He's a dead person. Do you understand? He does not want to play games. You know. But the Bible says. It's a hope that is seen. Is no more hope. Why do we hope for what we have seen? Remember what the Bible says. The Bible says. Him whom we never saw. Yet in hope of eternal life. We believe, yet we believed, yet we believed. We have to keep our hope alive. You know, I've seen many that think they have come to the end of their lives. You know, I've seen some like that. They, they think at times they've come to the end of their lives. You know, that nothing good can come out of their life. That's a lie of the devil. That's a lie from hell. Hope, we must keep our hope alive. That's what the Bible says in that Romans chapter 5, verse 5. He said, and hope does not make a shame. See, uh, I, I remember years ago, somebody said something. He said, in that winter, it's cold. It's cold. It's as though warmth will never come. Or, may, or a warm season will never come. He said, but it's a lie. He said, if you look to the end of that winter, a summer is already in place. A summer is already being programmed. That's why I tell people, life, it will not always be winter. It will not always be cold. Warm is going to come. It's not always going to be like this. It's not always going to be like this. Don't lose hope. Don't let us lose hope. Don't let us lose hope. Don't let our heart faint. You know what the Bible says? The Bible says in Luke chapter 18, verse 1, we just must practice this thing. We just must put this thing to our lives. Luke 18 verse 1. The Bible says Jesus spoke a parable to them. Saying, instructing them to this end. That men ought always to pray and not to faint. You'll go through the huddle. You'll go through the journey. And you'll come out on top. 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 He doesn't matter what the journey or the way the journey looks right now. We have been programmed for the life of success in God. See, Romans chapter 15, verse 13. The Bible says what? May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace. Romans 15, Roman 15, verse 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Listen, we need hope too. Yes, as much as faith is there, faith is the greatest. But we need to keep our hopes alive. We need to keep our hope alive. That hope is that flicker of light. Is that flicker of light. We need to keep our hope alive. Listen, have you ever seen somebody say, tell you, I'm losing strength. It seems as though I'm going. Let me tell you, that person will soon be gone. Because that person is already talking to his spirit. His spirit is already going. But when you begin to revitalize and begin to tell your spirit, I'm still here. I'm healthy and strong. I refuse to be weak. I refuse to be weak. I have hope. There's hope. There's hope. Light is here. 
Light is here. It will not always be dark. It will not always be autumn. It will all, not always be spring. It will not always be summer. It will not always be winter. Listen, I've seen. The Bible says, for with God, all things are possible. Remember one of my open scriptures that I read because we're sharing on hope, hope, hope. In Jeremiah 29, 11, the Bible says, for I know the plans that I have for you. He said, there are plans to prosper you. The King James says, the plans to give you peace and not of evil. There are plans for peace and not of evil. See, God doesn't want all this up and down, up and down in our lives. No, no, that's not God's desire. The Bible says, for I know the plans I have for you, they're plans of good. They're good plans. They're not evil plans. The plans to give you a future and a hope, which King James says, an expected end. God wants to give us an expected end. God wants to give us our desired end. God wants to give us our desired end. That's what exactly God wants to give to us. That's the desire of God for us. Remember, remember that scripture. It says in that Roman 8, in that Roman 8, 24, for in this we, 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 we are saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope. So for who hopes for what he sees? In that thing you have seen, there's no hope. That one is no more hope. Do you understand? But when you put all your heart on him, you know, uh, the Bible says in Psalm 9, verse 9, he said, the Lord is a refuge for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. Psalm 9, verse 9, the Lord is a refuge for the oppressed. The Lord is our refuge. Remember, a stronghold is a fortified place. A stronghold is a fortified place. Do you understand? A place where you keep battalions, military guards. And God is with us. We cannot afford to lose hope. We cannot afford to give up. No, a thousand times. We can't. We can't. We can't. We have to keep speaking the word. We have to be, keep speaking the word. We have to keep vocalizing the word. It is possible. It is possible. It is possible. It will all work out. It will all work out. Listen, I tell people, discouragement never comes from God. Discouragement comes from the devil. Discouragement comes from the devil. Despondency, dismay comes from the devil. Listen, it comes from the devil. You are God's investment. What God's investment, God wouldn't have spent all his time creating a failure. God wouldn't have spent all his time creating somebody that would never make it in life. That's not you. See, but listen, everything that we have seen in life, that it's of tangible value was worked by other people. That's to tell you they faced the challenges, but they stayed. They stayed. Somebody told me something one day. He said, quitters are never takers. Quitters are never takers. He said, no retreat, no surrender. I said, yes, no retreat, no surrender. Nowhere, nowhere. We hold the banner. Remember Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. He said, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. Oh, we're strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might, we put on the whole armor of God, where which we shall be able, able, able to destroy all the fiery darts of the enemy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We keep our hopes alive. We keep our hopes alive. 
Hope maketh not ashamed. Romans chapter 5, verse 5. Hope does not disappoint. Hope does not put to shame. Hope in the Lord. Put your heart, put your heart on the Lord. Stay your heart on the Lord. Remember that scripture that we read? Isaiah 26, verse 3. The Bible says, Thou, thou, him who keep in perfect peace. Him whose mind is stayed on you. We whose mind is stayed on him. Because what? We trust in him. That's the way it is. That's the way it is. That's what I came to remind us tonight and to say, keep our hopes alive. Keep our hopes alive. Don't let the light go out. No, no. Don't let the light go out. Don't let the light go out. Don't speak negativity. Don't speak hopelessness. You know what? Every word that we speak from God's word Angels have been activated to carry out those words. You know what? Don't let the other downside be our reality. Do you understand? Be our reality. Be our reality. Be our reality. So the Lord God is helping us. The Lord God is helping us. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 50 verse 7, it says, for the Lord God will help us. Therefore, we would not be disgraced or embarrassed. So therefore, have we set our face like a flint and we know we shall not be ashamed. The Lord God is helping us. You know, tonight, as we commit ourselves to God, you know, as we commit ourselves to God, as we commit our hearts to God, the Bible says in, 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 in Psalm 42, 11, say, put your hope in the Lord. Oh, put your hope in the Lord, not man. The Bible says some may trust in horses. Some may trust in chariots. But we will trust in the name of the Lord our God. Don't forget Isaiah chapter 2 verse 22. The Bible says, the Bible says, trust not in man whose breath is in his nostrils. Remember Jeremiah. He says, you know what? He said, we put not our trust in man. Our trust is in the Lord. The Bible says, cursed is everyone. Cursed is everyone that handles the work of Jehovah with levity. We would not handle the work of Jehovah with levity. No, no. The Bible, says, the Bible even says, a man that believes in another man. It's a curse is the man that put his hope in the flesh. That put the, his hope in the arm of the flesh. In the protection of the flesh. Looking away from the Lord. When, when he, if he has forgotten that the Lord is their deliverer and the salvation. You know, keep hope in our lives. We keep our eyes bright. We keep speaking the words of faith. We keep speaking the words of faith. We keep changing things. We keep changing things. So, Father, we thank you tonight. We appreciate you for your love. We appreciate you for your kindness. Thank you for everyone that was able to partake of tonight. We thank